Hello, all. You can all turn your cameras on if you can. Just I need to listen to. You can listen. Can you all see me? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good evening. Somebody from a different time zone. Welcome. Hello, all. I'm Shakira, Big Sis. My character name is Strength. I would like to welcome you all to Nicole, AKA Journeys, Sip and Chat, discussing life after hurt, the sister's tale. We are here to celebrate Nicole's one year self-published book anniversary. Everyone give my sis a round of applause. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this evening's one-year book anniversary of Life and Her. Thank you so much for joining. I am so excited about this evening. And we are just going to have some fun, some laughter, and enjoy each other's company as we discuss Life After Her, not only for myself, but for each and every one. Shakira, a.k.a. Strength. Hey everybody. All right. I got some raffle questions. I hope y'all have y'all answers ready and sh where was Journey born? You can put your answers in the chat or you can unmute. You can take a guess. <laughs> they got it. Faith is the winner. She's correct. Okay, great. All right, next. What was the name of the college journey attended? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> Should we get technical? Miss Miss Joanne was the first to respond. So Rutgers University is correct. So we have one more question. All right, y'all. The last and final question. What town did Journey grow up in? In the book. In the book. In the book. <laughs> you using her references. I know that's right. <laughs> you guys are technically correct. I was born in East Orange, but that is not the name of the town I was born in, in the book. All right, so let's move on, Shakira. We will try to see if they can answer it uh, later. Was there another question? No, sis, that was the last question. Okay, all right. So again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for joining. We're just going to have a conversation about life after hurt. And for those of you who did win a prize, you will either receive a life after hurt bookmark or a life after hurt seamless wine glass customized by my sister Shakira. And it has life after hurt, a sister's tale written on the wine glass. So 
I want to make sure to get you your prizes after we are completed with today's session. So we are officially on episode number 40. I can't believe it's been 40-something weeks, but 43 entitled Skate Night. And for those of you who have been reading or have read the book, you know that Skate Night was somewhat of a good and not so good opportunity or event for Journey. She was hanging out with her best friend, Izzy, and she was going through a lot and needed to go somewhere to get her mind off some things. So while it was a, while it was a fun event, it was an event that really allowed Journey to reflect and talk about and think about what was going on in her personal life with her boyfriend at the time named Case. So I'm going to read an excerpt from my book and we're going to have a little bit of discussion about that. So here it goes. Something isn't right. I feel Case is up to something, Journey responded. Taking a second to register what she was referring to, Izzy replied, what do you want to do? I'm down for whatever. I just need proof. I'm tired of the lies and him finessing his way out of his lies. Something is off with my relationship with Case. Journey was standing still in her skates. She was just staring into space and she had completely and totally blocked out the music where she was in that moment. She knew once and for all, she deserved all the answers she had after everything she felt and what she was feeling in her gut. She did not know what to do. After all, she Journey had nothing to lose at that point, and it was time for her to get some answers. All right, now this is a time where you guys have to share your thoughts and unmute yourselves. So how do you guys think Journey felt in that moment? I would love for you guys to unmute yourselves and respond. How do you think Journey felt in that moment? She was wrestling with the idea of her relationship with Case and all that she went through with him. She's a recent college grad. She doesn't have a job. She's trying to really establish herself, but she's having a lot of relationship issues. So what exactly do you think Journey was feeling in that moment? Well, I think Journey was feeling a little frustrated. Uh, she needed needed better clarity and better answers, and she wasn't getting what she should have been receiving. Mm. And overwhelmed. Overwhelmed, frustrated. Okay. Yes, Sister Lynette, hurt and in pain. Yes. Absolutely. Journey definitely was feeling all of those feelings. And at some point in our lives, whether it was at work or in our own relationships, we felt frustrated, overwhelmed, hurt, and pain. It was a lot for Journey in that moment. And so that in the ending of the chapter, it got ugly after that. Who knows what Yes, torn and confused about what to do. Should she stay? Should she leave? 
Should she, you know, work on the relationship? Is she being selfish for, you know, wanting her needs and her desires and knowing that he wasn't measuring up to what she needed? And so it was a lot of different emotions that she was feeling. Yeah, sometimes red flags appear and we need to find out if it is truth, if it is the truth and it is our own trauma confusing us. Yes, that's exactly how Journey was feeling. She saw, she didn't have the evidence, but something in her intuition was definitely telling her that something was completely off. And so when that chapter had ended, it went left for Journey, completely left. And so one of the things that Journey struggle with, of course, was staying in a relationship. And she really had gotten to the point where her her cat literally flew off because in the following chapter, she, what happens in the following chapter? After she comes from skating, she and her friend Izzy, she pull up, she pull up on case and it's a lot that goes down in the following chapter entitled Ghetto Hot Entanglement Mess. What happened in the next chapter? Yes, I'm putting my teacher hat on, quizzing you guys. So Journey ends up, yep, basically it went down. So Journey ends up running up to Case and she punches him in the face because at this point she's just so frustrated and really annoyed with the events that led up to that point. And so, <laughs> yes, Mr. Joshua, that's a great way to put it. Agrimony. She was just done and two through. And so in that particular chapter, she ends up going to jail for her actions and the decisions that she made in a split moment, right? And sometimes we have to be careful of decisions that we make in the moment. And although Journey's feelings were valid and she had every right to be upset and angry, it landed her in jail. She didn't deserve jail. Yes, I agree. Journey does not, did not deserve jail. Emotions can get the best of us. Absolutely. So my question to you guys, so there were four main characters in life after her. And of course, Journey was one of them. Um, Case, Izzy, and Gracie. And if you guys have read the book, you would have learned a little bit more about their personality, their characteristics, how they were. And when you are reading any type of art or some type of form of creation, you can sometimes find yourself really relating to a character or a person. So was there a character in the book that you guys may have related to? And it doesn't necessarily have to be the four main characters, but any character that you found yourself really relating to? And who was that character? Shakira, do you can you relate to any of the characters? I sure could relate to a character. Her name is Strength. My my. (laughs) (laughs) 
Ooh, Strength was a very interesting character. She had to hold down the fort, being the oldest. You know, it was challenging. It was fun. It was a great learning experience. And um, yeah, Strength. That name in itself gave strength her strength to be able to deal with different things and cope with all the different situations, seeing things from a different eye perspective and being the oldest. Mm. It was not it was not okay to see siblings going through that mm-hmm. at all. Mm. And that's about all I could say because you know. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Nicole, yeah. this is Vanessa. I would say Izzy. Okay. Why do because you say from, okay. Just simply because from the beginning, she was always there for you. She was the ride or die friend and she was very loyal. So mm-hmm. for me, I would identify with Izzy because that's the kind of person I am. Izzy. She was there. So I loved Izzy. So that's who I could identify with, Izzy. Thank you for sharing. Anyone else? They said she related to journey in different ways and strength also. Okay, Faith, did you want to share in what way you related to journey and or strength? Um, well, strength in the way, um, in terms of the role that I play in my family, mm-hmm. um, and it can be a bit of a challenge. And I, I kind of um, still kind of feel that way. Just it's different, you know. And I like what somebody just put in the chat, like different phases of your life. You know what I mean? Mm. I identify differently, um, but just in terms of kind of being like the caretaker, mm-hmm. um, the go-to person and kind of trying to keep the, like the glue kind of keeping everybody together and in order, mm-hmm. you know, it could be, it could be a lot sometimes. Yeah. Um, and then also as journey, uh, especially in terms of making certain decisions in life around relationships as well, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and career. So it's always kind of been like those two kind of things. And sometimes, you know, it kind of, um, I, I can't think of a better way to put it. Kind of, kind of cancels things out sometimes. Like it's mm-hmm. trying to get them both and yeah. kind of balance them. Yeah. <laughs> I mm-hmm. can understand that, you know, that dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get them both. That really sat with me. It, for Journey, it was, she wanted the relationship, but <laughs> she knew the relationship she had wasn't very good or healthy or productive for her. So trying to get the best of both worlds. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, Nichelle said all of them at some phases in her life because of her own brokenness at moments. Yes, definitely being able to relate to all of them. Because um, we, when we are in different phases in our lives, we're growing, we're developing, we're in different seasons. And so there are parts of us that grow, that stay with us or that grow. And you may outgrow those certain you know, habits of personalities, but um, that's the point, right? Life after her to continue to heal and just grow from our experiences. Anyone else? Does anyone else want to share what character they related to the most? 
Even though she's a female. <laughs> What'd you say? Even though she's a woman, definitely Gracie, because, you know, I'm the holier-than-thou friend. I'm the conscience when people are about to act up and remind them, um, what are you doing? You know, especially a lot of my friends when they tell me what they want to do. And then I tell them, no, that's not the answer. And then, of course, after I get done telling them that's not the answer, they still go into Yeah. <laughs> Oh, they and they come crying back to me to pray for them. What should I do now? You know, so. mm-hmm. but no, mm-hmm. but always still trying to be that, you know, that one that gives them. I like her because it reminds me of, you remember the cartoons with the, sometimes when you're battling somebody's about to do something, you have like the angel on one side and the devil on the other, you know, trying to tell you what you should do. You know, sometimes they go with one, sometimes they go with the other. But I said, you know, I always try to be that one that's giving somebody advice or, you know, saying, I don't think you should do that. Even if I see they ain't going to follow through and still act a fool afterwards, mm-hmm. I'm going to be there after the fact. I'm like, okay, you know, you shouldn't have did that, but I said, I'm going to be right there. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Always being there for, for individuals in spite of their decisions, right? That's that's a true friend, right? We can say that. This is Lynette said, journey, some of the pain and relationships. Yes, we've all have been there and experienced some type of, of hurt in relationships. And so speaking of relationships, one of the things that was very, very important to journey was the community she built around her relationship. So it was when she went to college where she was able to be a part of a community that really helped her to grow personally, spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. And we actually, some of my friends who are on here now from the school I attended were, are a part of the book. And we had talked about community and how important it is to be surrounded around community, not just any community, healthy community, because that affects the decisions that we make, the people, you know, we stay connected to. Um, It really does impact the decision. And not only that, it also impacts your purpose and what you are supposed to do on earth. And so community is very, very important. So with that said, my question to you all is, what is, why is community so important in the healing process? We've all experienced some type of hurt, pain, or have been through experiences that was disappointing and determining who you surround yourself around really determines how you heal because there are toxic toxic ways of healing and healthy ways of healing. So why is community so important for you personally um, in the healing process? Hello, Nicole, this is Vanessa. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. I just wanna just simply say, I believe community is important. Um, not to go into anything, I would just like to share with everyone, Nicole was in my life at a very uh, hard time in my life because of pain. And Nicole was the one that was one of the strongest people in my community 
that helped me get through the pain and helped me have hope that I could be whole again. So for me, it's the strength of one person or a community of people when you're not strong enough to be strong for yourself. And Nicole Sweeney helped me get to the other side of strength. So I just wanna say thank you, Nicole. You're welcome, Vanessa. Thank you for sharing that. And sometimes you just need an ear. Hi, it's Lynette. Sometimes you just need an ear, somebody to listen, you know, and just be, be there for you. So a community has a lot, gives you a lot of support that way too. Not, not beating you down, encouraging you that it's going to be okay. You know, just keep going, give you, you know, the strength to go on. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Being in, being in air is, is important. And I, I like that you said not beating you down because <laughs> that does happen, unfortunately, a lot in communities. And it's important to surround yourself around people who will uplift you and motivate you even in your mm -hmm. mistakes and in your mess to help you to move forward um, because they see, you know, that there is more, more in store for you. So thank you for sharing that, Sister Lynette. Anyone else? Mm -hmm. Hello, I Nicole, this is Angela. Hi, hi, Hello. Angela. Congratulations to you and God bless. Thank you, God bless you. Well, when you ask that question, um, I believe it's the uh, African proverb, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, that it takes a, a village to raise up a child. And um, that's what a community is, it's, it's a village. Mm -hmm. you know? And I know I was raised up in that type of community, um, whether some things was good, some things were bad, but that's what shaped me, molded me, and um, helped me to deal with some of the things I, you know, get through now mm -hmm. so um yeah that's what just jumped right at, at me mm -hmm. it takes a bit. yes thank you for saying that Angela it does take a village right they say it takes a village to raise a, a, a child but I think it takes a village to help people heal for us to heal one another so thank you for sharing uh, Angela your community will help you get through tough times. Your community will build you up, provide ongoing support as needed. They also practice tough love. Yes, that is needed. Uh, Tiara, thank you, Faith, for saying that. Tiara said, community is a mirror and reflects our blind spots. Yes, absolutely. So things we cannot see or, or things that we see that we don't want to see, community helps us to... Uh, to face those things, whether we want to or not. Yes, awesome. All right, let's move on to the next question. So in the book, I talk about journey siblings and a situation that happened with journey and two of her siblings, her older siblings, and she actually got them in trouble. So the story goes like this. So Journey and the rest of her siblings are in the bedroom in their one bedroom apartment with Mama and Papa Black. And <laughs> I'm not going to name the siblings because some of the siblings are on the line now. And I don't, you know, want to judge them for what they did back in the day. So I'm going to say two siblings decided to 
go out the window onto the fire escape and get a coin, a nickel or a quarter. I can't remember what it was, but mind you, the Black family was living on the second floor or was it the fourth floor? Either either way, whatever floor it was on, they were they were little and they were not supposed to be on a fire escape climbing out the window. So they come back in and as soon as they come in the window, Mama Black busts in the room. She, she says, what y'all doing? And Journey told on them, y'all. I know that was horrible. What happened to the to, to the broco or sister code? Right, Shakira, you can't confirm or deny. Don't worry about it. You ain't got to confirm or deny tonight. We just gonna let it let it live. So, with that said, so the story ends. Journey, <laughs> so Journey ends up getting her siblings in trouble, and Mama Black goes in on these two siblings. So, have you guys ever told on your sibling or been told on by your sibling? And if your only child, a cousin, a friend that told on you, and what was the outcome? The Black family couldn't have been the only family that experienced that. So I definitely would love to hear some stories. <laughs> she gave us that let go, let go. Yes, face. Journey was a snitch. Journey was a snitch. <laughs> no fault of her own. She was young and she didn't know any better. <laughs> Okay, y'all, Tiara, you was the oldest in a snitch. See, it doesn't have, it could be anybody in the family. It could be the oldest, the middle child, like snitches don't, you know, it don't discriminate. <laughs> Any stories anyone want to share? Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> I will, because my brother was bad. It sounded like y'all was bad too. <laughs> so i'll share a story about how him and his friend decided to play super soaker after uh my mother she didn't like kids in the house when she was at work so he decided to play super soaker and run in and out the house getting water for his water gun but they left the faucet running and the sink plugged and they were at this for like two hours when my mother got home the water was literally up to the to the calf and the way our kitchen was set up is it was a kitchen, a dining room, and like this small room attached. So this was like miles of a floor filled with water up to the calf. And she walked in and she whooped everybody. <laughs> and of course, I snitched. So I wouldn't get a whooping. I still got a whooping because she said I was supposed to be supervising them. But <laughs> yeah, that's how it that's how it goes. If if one get in trouble. Everybody going to get a whooping because everybody got to be made, be made an example out of, right? So that that sounds about that sounds about right. I got a whooping when I snitched because it took me long to answer. Oh wow, Sister Lynette, because it took me long to answer. Yeah, see, that is funny. <laughs> Any of anyone else would like to share? Okay, so who was your favorite character in Life After Her and why? Who was your favorite character in Life After Her and why? There were several characters in the book. 
Um, but I would like to know who was your favorite character and what made them your favorite character? Um, I would say who, who my favorite character was, was Mama Black, because she set in stone the path for her children's future. Mm -hmm. She, you know, started attending church while the kids were still young, and that helped start to build a foundation for the children's future. And that really, really, really helped us to be able to walk by the steps, walk by faith, and, you know, it really helped. So she knew what she was doing ages ago. She knew. Mm -hmm. And now we see, like, oh, okay, I get it now as an adult. So that's what we have to continue on the legacy with our children. Mm -hmm. yeah. I agree. I Mama Black was my favorite character too, Shakira. And I don't think I need to add anything on to what you said because you said it perfectly. The legacy and she felt set, set the foundation. Okay, Sister Lynette said Journey was her favorite character because of her innocence and forgiveness. Wow. Thank you, Sister Lunette, for sharing. Nicole, I'm not sure this is Vanessa if I have like a favorite favorite because I liked Strength, Izzy, but Papa Black mm -hmm. and your grandparents. Mm. All the different times you guys had to move, the different tragedies, how your father just stood strong and it just showed the strength of your family. So I'm not going to say I have a favorite, but Papa Black was just like a strong man and your grandparents always there to receive you guys and to take you in, mm -hmm. take the family in. But Papa Black was a strong man when he had the issue with his eyes at the, at work and burn of the house. I mean, just everything, you know, I can say so much, but so I would say um, Papa Black. Thank you, Vanessa. Can I add to that, Nicole? Sure. Um, I, I really appreciate um, what Vanessa just said, because I was thinking the same thing and it's the same. It's not, there's different characters. I, I like a lot of the characters, um, but those that kind of stood out for certain reasons, Papa Black was one because of, especially in society, the negative kind of, you know, stereotypes of Black men, um, the assumption that Black men are not, are absent from their families that do not, you know, take care of their responsibilities. And I just think that, you know, Papa Black just shattered all of those negative stereotypes mm. of Black men. Mm -hmm. And to have so many um, children and, and, and especially daughters <laughs> <laughs> and just like, you know, the, the consummate like girl dad. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, being there for the family. And yeah. it especially stood out because um, I just saw King Richard last night. Mm. So just seeing that again, Black fathers. Yeah, and what they give to their families and what they instill in their children, which is very powerful. Thank you for sharing that, Faith. Auntie Joanne said, Mama Black was her favorite because of her endurance and her strength. Absolutely. Mama Black was certainly strong and she endured a lot. 
Nicole, can I ask you a question? This is Vanessa. Sure. This just kind of popped in my head because you know I was the one that read the book in like one or two days because it was so <laughs> thrilling and captivating. Um, didn't you mention one time about Papa Black, you guys were somewhere and he always made sure that you guys walked in front of him or something mm-hmm. like that, correct? Yeah. Can yes. you say that again for me? For some reason that's popping in my head right now. Yeah, so Papa Black, in, in the book, we would always go to different places. So it would be, of course, Papa Black, Mama Black, all the girls, and of course, our brother Maven, who we cannot forget about. But he would always make sure that all the girls and Mama Black walked in front of him, um, whether we were, you know, going to the store or at the park, getting out the car. He would ensure that we always remained in front of him so that we so that he could see um, so he could see us. And it was just another form of him protecting his family. And so that was a tradition that he had always done with his, with his family. Thank you, Nicole. You're welcome. Anyone else? What was your, who was your favorite character and why? Elder, oh, definitely Elder Bluestone. (laughs) Elder Bluestone, okay. Yes, because Especially because I always love, I don't want to call the little guy, but in a culture where we're only focusing on what one person does or what on the head of the leader does, it was just refreshing to see just how involved the others are, just how involved Elder Bluestone was in their lives mm. and him and Deaconess Bluestone. And of course, you know, just that ability to be there and realize you don't have to be the one in charge. You don't always got to be like, you know, the big, great one, you know, to make an impact because you see how impactful he was during the course of the, during the course of the story. And I just love it because it just reminded me, it reminded me of so many of like, you know, the deacons and the ministers that looked out for me when I was a child still look out for me till this day and just how they'll their love their support that extra foundation outside of my biological parents and grandparents Mm. that they fostered in me you know being there being able to sometimes pick me up from school if my parents were busy with work or I remember one time where literally one of the one one of the ministers at my church they literally offered just so they could spend time me to pick me up one one school break and they drove all the way from north to pennsylvania to pick me up just to take me home and just so that they could get a few hours with me especially after being away for school for a minute so that's moments like that was just so meaningful and said just the importance of having those extra foundations you know so it just reminded me so much of that and i guess an inspiration of that type of person I want to be, where I say, even if I'm not always in the forefront, you know, still being an impact even behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that goes back to what we were talking about earlier about community and having the right people around you. And each of us is the commu- are the community as well. And so if there are people in your circle, your network, 
you know, I definitely encourage you, and I'm sure you guys are doing this already, to invest in other people, um, pour into other people, and build up other people, because that's what makes the, the, the lineage of community continue to grow and heal and, and be, you know, be better for the future. So absolutely, absolutely. Yes, Sister Vanessa. The deacons, ministers, sister, elders of the church was like additional family members. Yes, they were. So in one of the chapters, Journey actually talks about her experience with God and her faith. So in chapter, the chapter was called Love's Confession, and it is chapter 42, actually. And she, at this point, has graduated college, but she is without a job. She is bone dry, no money, no car. She doesn't have her own apartment. She's staying in Casey's apartment. And so she has nothing to her name. So one day she walks, um, she goes for a walk and she finds a $5 bill on the ground. This $5 bill, she purposed in her heart to actually give it to, to the offering at church one Sunday morning. And she did it without second guessing. The following Sunday, one of the deacons at the church walk up to her and hands her an envelope and, you know, just out of the blue, Journey and him never had a conversation previously, but he just ends up handing her this envelope. Journey didn't know what it was, so she gives him a hug and a kiss and is very grateful that she just received something because again, she was not working. She had nothing, literally. So she goes downstairs to the church bathroom and she opens up the envelope and sees that it's a $100 bill. And in that moment, Journey knew that her faith in God was taken to another level. And so I encourage all of you that are on this call to obey and trust God because you just never know what he has for you around a corner. So I just wanted to share that with you. And we are actually going to wrap up right now. Shakira, were there any more wrap up questions? I don't remember who the winners were, but I hopefully... Um, we don't have any more raffle questions, but if anyone has created a glass, a wine glass or a cup, you know, show that off. Let's showcase that. Let's see your creative work. Let's see what any of you have done. Turn on those cameras. Let's see your creative work. You know, I love creativity. I'll start off with mine. You added bling yes. to yours. I added bling to the top. Don't mind my water and my juice. <laughs> we're not judging oh pretty oh that's pretty Michelle. vanessa can i see yours again I um, sis, I, don't, I don't have one sis. i thought you put something up uh -uh, I no, no, no i you know i, you know I want to be like you but i don't have one. <laughs> no we we each other we each other <laughs> i'm sorry my eyes deceived me but i saw something <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I like I liked Miss Joanne's glass. That was really yes, nice. It was nice. Okay. 
So I want actually to give anyone an opportunity to either ask me questions or share something about the novel before we wrap up. And there's one more video, video I would like to share with everyone. Any questions for your favorite author? Um, Nicole, this is Vanessa. It just popped in my head when the man came and took Papa Black money for the new house. Yeah. That was devastating. That was very devastating. So how did all of you feel after Papa had to tell you you weren't going to that new house and the man stole the money? Hmm. Strength, did you want to answer first? Well, I was a little young, but I was the oldest, so I had slightly a better kind of understanding. But I was confused. I didn't understand. But then I was upset, you know, all in one, because it was a lot of us, and this house would have gave us more room. Hence, my own room. There <laughs> <laughs> <Here> she go. <laughs> so... It was it was traumatizing for both my parents. It was. It was. Yeah. Yeah, like for me, I was young, so I didn't really conceptualize everything that was happening. I just know the man took the money and we weren't going to move into the house that we all had really liked. And so, you know, as a kid, I think you just kind of roll with the punches because you you don't really understand what's going on. I just knew that we were going to be homeless a little longer. That's that's something that I did the process at that age. Like, okay, well, we're not going to have our own home at this time. So we'll still be staying with, you know, Grandpa, Grandpa Joe. So good question. You, you got the book memorized, huh, Vanessa? I'm not... If we would have did this like when you first written it, yeah, I think I had memorized everything. But um, I just want to say congratulations to you. I wanted to say, I think it took a lot of courage for you to write this book. And I just want to say congratulations to you as your big sister. And I'm very, very proud of you. So Thank I wanted you. to acknowledge you publicly. Thank you, Vanessa. Thank you. Hi, Nicole. How are you? I just want to thank you for sharing your story. I know we all have a story, but thank you for putting your life out there. Um, I truly enjoyed it. It was a job well done. Loved how you started out with Skate Night and Ride and Die. And then we end um, towards the end. There it uh -huh. was again. So very nicely done. Um, congratulations, and you know I'm proud of you. Um, I love the person you evolved into after the hurt. Mm. You know, and, and as life goes on, we'll be hurt again. But we got in the vessel, we can smile at the storm. And so I laughed and I cried with, the, you know, um, Mama Black, you know how I relate mm -hmm. to that. And um, it, it was a wonderful, wonderful read. Um, God bless you and may you continue to put more out there. God bless you. <laughs> Love you. 
Love you, Sister Adi. Thank you so, so very much. Auntie said, each one has something I gained from. Journey so sweet and kind, the way Mama and Black raised you all. Yes, we got to shout out Mama and Papa Black. They, they kept us together. Deb, can you hear me? Oh, yes, I can hear you, Dana. Oh, I'm on um, iPhone. I can't see. But I just wanted to congratulate you on your one-year anniversary. I love you. And I'm very proud of you. Thank you, Dana. I love you, too. Thank you so much for coming. All All right. Thank you all for joining. Before I close out, I have to thank my big sister, Shakira, for hosting and working with me behind the scenes and making my amazing shirt. Do you guys see my shirt? She made my shirt. She made my life after her cup. She does it all. So <laughs> thank you, Shakira, so much for just your support. You're absolutely welcome. You're absolutely welcome. <laughs> and thank you all for joining. Stay tuned, stay tuned. Have a good evening, everyone. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you, Shakira. You're welcome. This was You're welcome. Have a, good evening. <laughs> Have a good evening, everybody. Job well Have done. Job well done, Nicole. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>